Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I am honored and excited to have my dear friend Ruchi Sharma with us today. She is a certified mindset coach, inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and writer. We've even co-authored a book together in 2020. She works with driven entrepreneurs um, and corporate executives, anyone that is on a mission to empower themselves and those that they dare to lead and be the beacon of light. Her work focuses on creating strategies that lead individuals doing their best work and thrive among change and realizing their full potential. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Ruchi. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. Yay, I'm excited. I am so excited because it's full circle moment, I feel like, because You and I first met in the, well, we met, I think around two in 2019, but I remember back in 2020 in February, and I just had this feeling like I had to, to interview people in my Facebook group that were doing purpose driven work. And I had no clue why I was doing it. I just felt really led to do it. And you were one of the first people that I interviewed in my Facebook group. And now a year later, I have this podcast in over 24 countries so far and counting. And we've done collaborations. We've written books. We do Clubhouse. So thank you for finally being on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So honored. So I kind of want to just dive into asking you a question. And that is something where we are very aligned with, but we all have different definitions of our own life. So what is your definition of success? I think that's a very great question and brings a lot of introspection. And I would say this was the definition which um, initially pushed me into coaching or in this personal development work because I uh, was coming from a family where I was constantly surrounded by people who were into, you know, great degrees, Ivy League schools and um, doing great things in their corporate culture. And I somehow felt like a black sheep always, um, whether it was my own family or my husband. My husband went to all Ivy League schools. We friend, we have friends who are, you know, um, have these great degrees and doing great things in the corporate world. But somehow that kind of success um, didn't align with me. Right. Um, Although I have to be honest, I pursued that. I went ahead, got my own master's degree. I graduated top of my class and only to feel deflated. I remember um, on my graduation day, it was such a great day uh, for so many of my friends and my colleagues. And I was just standing there. I don't know, this insane uh, sinking feeling in my heart that this is it. (laughs) I don't feel driven or inspired or 
anything or aligned with this thing that I just got. And here are my grades. It shows that I'm really great at it, but it just doesn't sit with me. And here were my friends looking for jobs. Um, They had already gotten jobs after the degree. I did not even pursue that. Even if uh, somebody had offered me, I don't think so. I would have accepted it because it just did not sit with me. So I had to consciously um, look within and come up with my own definition of success. What is success for me? My success is not the success that is the success for my husband or for my sister or for my friends, my other colleagues. Um, So I had to sit down and I realized that, that I am an entrepreneur at heart. I am a person who loves doing, um, who loves to be inspired, stay on inspiration, who loves to inspire others. I am a person who consciously designs her own life. I'm a person who is a rule breaker, (laughs) who constantly challenges the status quo. And um, how can a person like that fit into, so to speak, a corporate culture? You a have a job. Um, you have I, I did. And- sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you have given me such goosebumps and everything that you've said, because I have felt all of that in the sense of just feeling like the black sheep and breaking rules because I always said rules are made to be broken because I just felt like I never fit in to the mainstream way of being in uh, nor in America, right? In North America. And can you tell mm-hmm. our audience a little bit about um, your upbringing? Because I know that you said, you know, that it, it was against the status quo of of your culture, your family. So would you like to tell us a little bit about what type of upbringing you were brought up in? Sure. Yes, sure. So I came up, I am from, um, I'm from very humble um, roots, from a very close-knit family, traditional spiritual family. I would say we were not at all very religious. Um, I grew up listening to all sorts of sermons from all religions. And so I'm coming from a household. Um, India is a pretty diverse uh, country, right, of religions and different cultures. So I grew up in a household where we welcomed everything. And I didn't really exactly had one God or one deity to, you know, go towards. Um, I am coming from um, a place where we were introduced to spirituality through our spiritual guru. And um, so somehow we ended up spending our childhood years, me and my sister um, in the ashram, our summer vacations. And that was my upbringing. Those were my values. My um, roots have been, you know, deep down into um, spirituality, Eastern spirituality of detachment, of karma and of seva, community service. Uh, those are my roots. I'm coming from that. So I wasn't exactly pushed by my parents to go and break the ceiling. For them, I guess, uh, this was good enough that I I turned out to be a good wife or a good daughter or a good friend or, you know, whatever definitions society wants to keep. And they couldn't get their hands off of me. They wanted me, they wanted to see me married. And um, this was, I guess this was their only dream. Um, Me, on the other hand, I didn't even have the chance to explore the wild. I didn't even get the opportunity to step outside the house. The only opportunity I got was getting married to my husband. And I was all of a sudden sent overseas, you know, seven continents across to figure out now that's you and your husband and your life and figure out what you want to do. So it was a very tumultuous, confusing process for me coming from these values where, you know, you are told to be humble and be a good person, good human being, good wife, good daughter, always obey. And then all of a sudden you're thrown into this culture, which is totally opposite. And 
being an immigrant, being uh, a totally new person. I, we landed here in North Carolina in Durham. I remember the night when, when we landed, we couldn't even see our hand because it was middle of the night, it was middle of the forest. And I was just taken aback by uh, where am I and what am I going to do? Wow. I didn't know all of this about you. So thank you for being so open and vulnerable. Okay. So how old were you when you came to North Carolina? I was 23 years old. And um, my husband had just um, made it to Duke. He went to Duke for his MBA and um, it was a whole new world for me. I mean, a lot of opportunities there, but you only see opportunities when you want to see. When you're uh, super scared inside, you are frozen with everything new around you. You're just trying to make sense of everything. Um, you don't exactly see opportunities. You, all you see is fear, 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 right? New things and um, new environments. So I, I believe it took me one year to really understand where am I, how things work, how do we do grocery or how do we even drive car? Um, I figured out everything by myself on my own. Um, I did that. And from there on, it was a process of self-discovery. Then I ended up being actually on the... Um, board of Fuqua Partners Board in Duke, um, helping other immigrant families getting comfortable in Duke and, you know, teaching them English. A lot of them were coming from Eastern countries, from China, from South Asia. So uh, it turned out to be a great experience, but I guess that was the start of it. And it took me, I would say, whole of these 15 years to literally come to this point today where I am, where I'm full circle, coming back full circle to my roots again, um, to my spiritual values again, but coming up with a very different mindset, very different, you know, it's like I've gone all around the world only to come back home. Exactly. Have you read the book, The Alchemist? Yes, yes, exactly. That not that the premise of the book is that we have to go on that really hard, long journey, but everything that we really need was right there in front of us mm-hmm. and it's always mm-hmm. right there inside. Yes. We must go through those tremendous, those, I don't think I said that right, those hard years of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Fear, unfortunately, I feel like to actually see the light at the end of, end of the tunnel. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, so just coming back home. And the thing is that I thought that just not paying attention to where I'm coming from, my roots would help me uh, fit in, so to speak, would help me, would make it easier for me to walk this path alone because I literally did not have my family here. My husband was here, but you know, I had to figure out everything on my own. And this was a very different environment. So I thought that I had to unlearn all of that was taught to me. And I had to move forward with the new rhythm, with the new mindset, which in a way helped. But then in the end, it didn't help because if you are not attached to your roots, you become a weak tree, you know, just well, a swish of wind is going to sweep you off. So it's I now I believe it's important that you know you you are grounded deeply into your values into your roots and from there you bloom you bloom into this majestic beautiful tree which is maybe like a bamboo tree which is so pliable and so adaptable that even if there is a storm it just bends and you know comes right back up so um that's a metaphor I like to use <laughs> That reminds me of, you know, the the truth of it in the sense of um, I moved here to Oregon two years ago and we have these huge, massive evergreens, uh, Douglas firs. And Mm -hmm. the one that I have a few in my front yard and they're probably almost 100 feet tall. And coming from San Diego, California, we've had big palm trees, which also can sway and withstand really high winds. Same with these Douglas firs. They just sway, but they're not going anywhere because they're so grounded into like that nourishment of the soil here and the earth compared to, you know, dry, arid, I guess, climates, they're so rooted. And that's really how we must be to stand into our truth, Mm -hmm. I believe. 
Absolutely. And the roots are not just, I'm not just talking about my own family values. I'm talking about just connecting to, um, we all know now science tells the effects of grounding and earthing and just really come back to the universal laws, I guess. You know, those those are the fundamental values. If we just be in the nature, we see how everything works by itself. Nothing is pushed around. Nothing is like stroked hard. Um, it is working. It is working by itself. There are seasons. There are phases. And so just these laws of nature. So I, I find my inspiration um, from books, but at the same time, I feel very grounded. And the way for me to connect with my roots is absolutely being in nature and literally, you know, taking off my shoes, walking on the grass and beating my foot on the grass and um, feeling that connection to earth, right? So uh, we are comprised of these elements of fire, water, earth, um, all of these elements. And so why not? Those are our roots. So coming back to roots means um, to me that like whole of it, you know, all of it. Becoming whole again. So what yeah. is, uh, or how do you help guide women or men to really understand their dreams of the present and perhaps even the dreams of their future? Because you're a perfect example of a woman that is ambitious and driven and hardworking and will not take no for an answer. And I see that in you and I hear it in your voice as a speaker, you're so... Uh, strong and you have so much certainty when you speak your truth how do you guide people or women or men to achieve those big dreams in their life yes and it comes back to the same question that you asked me in the beginning really defining what does success mean to you right so um when i was getting um distracted by other people's definition of success that for me success was I needed to go to graduate school because my husband went to Ivy League school so I needed to go that and I needed to prove that that I can do it too I needed to graduate on you know top of my class because I saw all of my family members doing that so did that help me no so that is an ego-driven energy, right? That dream is an ego-driven dream that I got to prove something. It's coming back from some form of inadequacy. It's coming from some form of fear. Mm -hmm. And when we pursue those dreams, yes, there are chances you will be successful. When you commit yourself, full throttle commitment to anything, become successful. Yes, but then when you reach that mountaintop, are you going to feel fulfilled? Are you going to feel that? Because ultimately, we're all chasing a feeling, aren't we? We're chasing yeah. a feeling of fulfillment, of joy, of contentment, of happiness. And if you are not finding that feeling when you re reach that mountaintop, then that's massive failure. As Tony Robbins talks about it, that success without fulfillment is massive failure. Mm -hmm. So really aligning with the purpose of your soul, mm -hmm. the dreams of your soul, and how you do that is by unmasking of your ego, mm. of letting go of your ego and trying to prove yourself all the time. And the, I'm speaking for all the women here because this is um, driving force in a lot of women entrepreneurs I have seen that I got to prove this to my parents. I got to prove this to my husband. I got to prove this to my colleagues that, you know, I'm good enough that um, Even I feel like we have to prove ourselves to ourselves. Yes, like to myself. We are, which is so funny. It's even just protecting the ego, the protection that we have against our ego. We we feel like we have to prove something to mm -hmm. the outside world as driven female entrepreneurs or any female going after their dreams. Yes, and uh, that's why we see even in our industry every day. Um, apologizing I'm apologizing for saying this and maybe I'll get in trouble for this but I am tired of seeing people shouting through the roof on social media I achieved this today I achieved this today I made 10k today I made this today and I love money I love accomplishment I love achievements but my question is 
not really how to rise to the top. My question is how to fulfill my potential, mm-hmm. right? These are two different ways, two different paths and two different energies, Exactly. I think that fulfilling one's potential is the ultimate success because I feel like physiologically and emotionally and spiritually and psychologically, that's when we feel like that's when we get into flow. That's when we feel Mm -hmm. achievement, or at least I do, but there's so many people that are just going after money, 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 which is great because with more yeah. money, you can make more impact, but there must be that alignment with. Exactly, yes. And I love money. Like you said, I love money. I want lots of it, but it's not my driving force. It's not exactly the purpose of my soul. And let's be honest. I, I think I can say this for everybody on this planet. If we really dig deep inside and do that contemplation and ask our soul, what is my purpose? Your soul is never going to say that, go ahead and make shitload of money. (laughs) Sorry, I said that, but. Well, I don't know. Some people might, but it's interesting, you know, because thinking I'm a true visionary and I know you are too, is that I'm always looking ahead five, 10, and even then a hundred years, 200 years. Mm -hmm. I look at it because of the actual space and time of the universe is infinite, right? Mm -hmm. And we're moving into a time and a space where we don't even know like if money's going to exist in the future, because to me, you know, money exchange is just energy exchange. And I believe humanity is moving into that space that we're just going to go back to where we came from, which was exchange. Mm -hmm. Again, so uh, looking at what's going on around us, I mean, with this pandemic, Corona pandemic, from a spiritual perspective, you and I and all of your audience who are also healers and light makers and visionaries like us, we all know that, that, um, from a spiritual perspective, perspective, we are being pushed to contemplate, to reflect, to go within, to move from the hustle, 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 grind, 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 doing, doing, doing masculine energy towards the flowy feminine um, energy, which is the energy of self-actualization, which is the energy of self-realization, which is the energy of accessing your full potential. Full potential, um is not going to be accessed when we are consumed with fear when we are consumed with ego right so we we got to let go of ego in all our old patterns and again the unlearning the old thought patterns and really tap into what is my soul's purpose and the reason that ego is not going to like it because ego likes to conform us Ego likes to restrict us. Ego does not like to lose or crumble or fall off. You know, it likes to create walls and barriers and boundaries. Whereas when you tap into your potential, it is flowy in all direction, right? So in order to really accept your soul's dreams, you got to let it be. You got to ask the question, You got to go within and ask the question that I'm willing to know my soul's purpose now Mm. because our intentions are very strong. We are very powerful human beings. It all starts with an intention. And the minute you say that, then you got to be open to what's coming. You got to be aware of what are the signs you're getting, right? A lot of times we are so consumed with our daily life, we don't notice that universe is actually communicating with us constantly. We make one step, universe walks 10 steps toward us. But I can only say that because I am uh, speaking from a spiritual perspective. If you're gonna ask me a scientific evidence for that, or you're gonna use an intellect, uh, intellectual point of view or logical thought process, I'm not sure I will be able to convince you. This is an experimentation that you must be willing to take if you are really, you feel that you have a purpose on this planet. Otherwise, why are we here, right? We're not just here to meet or get married, mate, or eat food or sleep, drink. Well, that's part of life. That's enjoyment. That's great. But that's not it. 
that's not it. We are here, each one of us, we do have a solid purpose to push the world towards more progression, right? To create another revolution, to create another reinvention for the world. And we all can do that in our own way by tapping into our full potential. And once you do that, that is success for me. And that's how my clients tap into their success. That's how they create their businesses. That's how they become intentional leaders in their lives. And they go on to become these leaders in their families and in their communities and in their industries doing great things. Because then it is not a question of resistance all the time. It is a question of receptivity. It is a question of attracting what's on your path what's going to take you closer to your potential, right? And these are conscious people. These are conscious leaders who are conscious all the time, aware all the time that who am I? What do I want from life? What is my soul's purpose? And you can take that energy and put it in your corporate executive job. You can take that energy, become a conscious parent. You can take that energy and use it while you're changing a baby's diaper literally, right? So that's what that's what I do with my clients and that's how they end up becoming intentional leaders. Wow. That is just so powerful. And I feel like we as female entrepreneurs are really in this new wave movement that I've never seen before. And I don't know if you're feeling it as well, or if you saw it before 20 years ago, but just this rise of women really owning that they have more within themselves, that they have this passion to give back and amplify their light and their energy and not just settle for those traditional roles that that were brought up through our past generations no matter you know where you were I feel like on this globe that I really do feel like it's a universal movement of higher levels of conscious awareness do you see that or feel it I, it's so interesting you brought that up because um, I just co-authored a book. It's called Wings of a Woman, and um, I contributed my own story. It's called Powerful, and my story is all about breaking out of the box mm-hmm. because I was tired of being put into the box constantly by society. You got to be a good wife. Mm-hmm. Who is Ruchi? She is a wife. She's a mom, or she's a I don't know a graduate student. She's a good friend, but I was so tired or she's pretty or she's good looking or she's funny. I I was just too tired of these roles. And I constantly looked around. My friends were super comfortable with these roles and they seemed very comfortable to me. And there was something going on inside of me, this revolution that this is not you, what you see. And I constantly felt like I never fit in with these women, with these moms. I just never did, no matter how much I tried. And I continued to try to fit into these boxes and these groups of women. And what was the result of that? I crashed. My health crashed. My sanity crashed. I crashed. I like crumbled into pieces. So physically you got sick or what type of yeah. was your body telling you that you crashed? Because I feel like we have very uh, similar experiences and I really want to like bring more awareness to that of yes. what happens when we're out of alignment, right? And when we actually crash and when that moment happens. So what did that feel like physically for you? Physically, I got so many chronic diseases. I uh, got into this, um, I got this disease called chronic urticaria and I would break out into hives for no particular reason. Wow. Um, I would be scratching all night, bawling and literally telling my husband to do something or just to, you know, just shoot me or something because I couldn't take it. I my, my face would start to swell up. My eyes would start to tw- swell up. My ears would start to swell up. And I couldn't sleep. I was on antihistamines for, I saw so many doctors. I saw so many doctors and everybody prescribed me antihistamine. And I was on antihistamine for about an year and a half until I said, enough is enough. I can't take this anymore. And mentally and emotionally, I was totally broken, super exhausted. I could not 
Like I had these two uh, adorable kids to take care of. And these were my first dreams, right? When I, uh, when I wanted to become a mom, I remember uh, it was hard for us to, you know, conceive at that point of time. And my daughter is a true miracle. I had gone to see a specialist to find out what's wrong with me so that uh, because I'm not conceiving and uh, they found out that I was pregnant already and I had no idea about it. So it was a dream come true for me, a miracle for me. And now here I was um, some nine years later feeling so heavy with responsibility and I can't take care of these kids because I am exhausted beyond um beyond a point I can even describe. So that is what happens when you are not in alignment with who you are. That's how important it is. And I wanna say it out to all the women over there, even men, if you are feeling uh, right now exhausted, drained, physical diseases, question it, question it. I know that that's a sign that our body is telling us that something is off. I mean, I, I mean, I experienced uh, for four decades of chronic pain and illness and diagnosis after diagnosis without really any explanation, but it was those small changes that I made in my lifestyle, then in my career and making choices for myself rather than what everyone else told me I should be doing. Mm -hmm. It's just like everything just fell into place. And miraculously, like I went from a list of medication to no medications because it was a sign my body was just out of alignment that there was stuck energy. I mean, it's so fascinating that we can heal ourselves. Yes. And like you... Like you, I went from taking so many medications to no medication. Now I'm at a point where I don't take any medicine, knock on the wood. Once in a while, if I have to take it, if if I'm having some kind of pain or very, very minimal chance of that, I would go ahead and take it if I've been to the dentist or something. But I don't. I don't take any medicines now. Even if my um, my health is suffering or struggling a little bit, I know just I just know what to do now. I know how it's to sign. be. It's it's just a sign. Usually, I feel like for me to slow down, it's yes. stress. It's something actually that's my intuition telling mm-hmm. me something is off. Even I don't know if you're an empath, but yeah, I would imagine that you're highly sensitive and an empath, yeah. and it's just other people's energy getting into our field. Yeah. In fact, I had a conversation about this yesterday with my coach and I was feeling so I have noticed a pattern in me that every 15 days I tend to crash and burn. And that's something my coach has been calling me on is that uh, why is this happening? And uh, I've got to know myself better. Mm-hmm. And knowing myself that I'm a highly sensitive individual and I'm not using it as a label or any form of victimization. It's only awareness. I know that I, I, um, it's take a, a gift. Of, it's, a gift. Like it's such I, a gift. It's that our highly sensitive abilities mm-hmm. or that intuitive abilities to heal ourselves and heal others. It is. But at the same time, if you don't know how to, um, you know, be in flow or how to use this gift versus turning it against you, you can actually crash and burn because I have learned now to have some boundaries because I I take other people's energy, even from a Zoom call, mm-hmm. even from uh, social media. So I've got to create boundaries in order for me to flow, in order for me to g- create the best content out there to give my best to my clients, to give my best to my family, you know, so I've got to do that to slow down. How do you do that? If I may ask, have you, do you have any techniques or? Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to come to this point. So once you have um, had a definition of success, right? This is for your audience. If they want to align with their soul's purpose and you're following your intuition and your gifts and you have found your passion or purpose, now is the game of receptivity, right? Receptivity versus action. Right now, looking from the spiritual perspective, I feel 
mother nature is no longer supporting the hustle energy, which is so masculine. So we got to come in receptivity so that the action which we put and the action I'm saying, I'm talking about the inspired action. Mm -hmm. It's not throwing random darts, you know, with the blindfold on that uh, if I keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, it will hit. Even if it hit once out of thousand times, how does it matter? Right. How does it matter? And I, yeah, I say that about inspired action in the intro of the podcast. So how do you find define inspired action? So inspired action is being in your receptivity, tuning into your inner guidance, your inner compass, tuning into the vast intelligence of your subconscious mind, right? Aligning yourself with your soul's purpose back again, because it's chances are very highly likely that we will get distracted again once we go out there in social media world, once we go out there, you know, outside in the world. So constantly coming back to who you are, what is your purpose, and taking inspired action from there, taking uh, action from what is the guidance you are getting from inside versus looking at what your peers are doing or your competition is doing, you know, or what somebody has done in the past. This is how we all could could be unique voices in our, and unique brands, like standout brands, just by tapping into our intuitive guidance. And that for me is inspired action. I actually wrote a post about it today on my Instagram that instead of just randomly doing things and checking off, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this, get aligned, go within. And if I were to give it a percentage, 70% it should be receptivity, it should be action. Mm. My work on myself is the major work in my business. That's true. Yeah, that's... My work is the spiritual training ground, right? Especially if you are a healer or you are in a purpose-driven profession, you know that you are a light maker. You know you have a purpose to inspire others, to heal others. And you cannot absolutely do that if you are not yourself healed or inspired or aligned with your soul's purpose, right? So for all the healers out there, for all my colleagues, my coaches, and my uh, beautiful light makers, friends, you all know that, that you are here to move the world forward. You are here to help humanity move forward. So tap into your potential. Start asking the question, how do I fulfill my potential versus how do I rise to the top? Mm, How do I fulfill my potential? Yes. I love that, that question. I'm always looking for more lofty questions yeah because that's a new way that I am affirming is asking those lofty questions because the answers are all around us right we just need to ask the right question within us all answers are within us so taking the time to connecting with yourself uh, getting into the habits of meditation consistent action for me is not exactly consistent posting on social media Consistent action for me is my consistent development, which is consistent meditation, consistent introspection, connecting with the nature, knowing my purpose, you know, journaling, all of these activities. I shouldn't even, I know you and your audience know about it. I'm just mentioning a few of them, right? There are so many out there. Well, we always need to hear it more and more, right? We need to hear it because what I am really starting to finally understand is that it's not about going, 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 going. Like you said, that's all about the masculine energy. It's that when I slow down, when I take more time for myself is really when I not only feel better, but I feel more aligned to my business. And it just feels Mm -hmm. like the right things will flow and people feel that energy. And even I feel like now more than ever when we're on online, because it's Mm -hmm. such nonverbal communication that we're picking up on even more so than being in person and having so much of the external like judgment and preconceived and environmental cues. It's even more imperative, I feel like, being online. Like people don't realize how sensitive 
we mm-hmm. are to this energy of being online. And I'm finding myself having to disconnect more and more and more. From- I started when I started this journey into coaching. I'm going to be out there every day, you know, omnipotent and omnipresent. I tried that, but it didn't work. It did not work because I needed to be in my higher vibration. And if I am not in my higher vibration, I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping anyone. Mm. I am not my best. So, you know, Abraham Hicks has that uh, scale. Um, I have it right here on my uh, my laptop. That's a scale of showing you what are the high vibration feelings, joy, contentment, um, inspired action, motivation, feeling hopeful, positivity. And then the bottom scale is anger, fear, jealousy, resentment. And why do we tap into this scale? So uh, the bottom scale, we align with that when we are run feeling run down when we are feeling exhausted when we are feeling when we have crashed literally and when we're around other energies like that exactly when we are taking too many energies and feeling powerless feeling powerless so that is your cue the minute you feel that you got to take inspired action you got to ask what can i do to go back to the top scale you know move towards the upscale? What can I do to step into the energy of contentment, joy, hopefulness, motivation, inspiration? What can I do? And most likely you will hear an answer if you're willing to, you know, hear that. Most likely you will be told to slow down. Again, I'm going to bring the example of the tree bamboo, right? When bamboo's seeds have been planted, it does not show progress right away. It does not. It If you keep on looking at bamboo, you come back an year later, it will be at the same place. You come the second year, it will be at the same place. Then in its fifth year, bamboo shoots right up in the sky. Wow. I did not know that it takes yes. five years. It for- shoots right up in the sky. Guess why? Because for past five years, bamboo devoted its time to stabilizing its root to making its roots so strong that no wind, no storm can break it apart. It spends so much, like its roots go deep, deep, deep. The more higher it goes up, the deeper it is in its uh, in underground. Mm. The deeper its roots are. So well, take what, that example. What a great and, example of anyone that is starting a business too, that you know, you think that, oh, I took the course or I got the coach and I should have results in three months or six months or even a year. No, just like the bamboo, it sometimes takes years and years and years, but that's the even more, more importance to be rooted in what is truly your soul's purpose. And I think that you and I are, or I know that you and I are so aligned that I I know my purpose is to inspire and to guide minds and bodies and souls into the higher levels of consciousness and through inspiration. And I just feel so inspired by you. I think that I have a deep knowing that your purpose is the same, is Mm -hmm. to inspire and inspire and just guide people to this place. My purpose is to help people to access their full potential. It breaks my heart when I can see that and they're not able to see it. Mm-hmm. They're too busy uh, getting involved in the petty dramas of life or calling themselves labels or victimizing themselves versus truly seeing the beauty within. And you know, this brings me back to when I was doing photography. Um, I was also a portrait photographer in past life. And I used to get this thing from my, uh, this, um, my clients would always say that I could never believe that I could look like this on camera. Thank you for making me look like that. And I, I felt super shocked because I, I used to tell them, well, it's so sad that what I see in you, you don't see in yourself. I just brought that out in camera. That is a gift. And I feel like other coaches that I know, we all have that same gift to just see the beauty in others that 
they don't see in themselves. And it's our yeah. job to just light the flame, yeah. light the fire, and then they can go out and warm the world, right? Yeah, exactly. And I want to tie back to what you said about creating a business. This is for all entrepreneurs, starting, beginning, middle road, whatever you are in your entrepreneur journey. If you're looking to create any revolutionary product or any revolutionary service or any revolutionary brand, then you've got to tap into the revolutionary energy. So mm -hmm. go back, who are the revolutionaries who revolutionized the world, right? Mm -hmm. Pythagoras, Socrates, people who were misunderstood. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, you know, to be great is to be misunderstood. Mm. And we have people who did not show any progress for years. We have J.K. Rowling, right, who went through so much time and uh, depressed, feeling that nothing is working. The ball is not moving forward. And let's be honest, how many times on an everyday basis we entrepreneurs feel that? We put all our heart and soul, especially we light makers, visionaries, we put our heart, our soul into our service, in our messages, in our products. And we don't see the growth. We don't see the progress, the numbers coming in. So I, this is a message for all of you who, if you are in this energy, go back to the energy of bamboo, right? Mm -hmm. You are right now working on your roots. You've got to stabilize so much that no storm can break you. No storm can break your confidence. So much unshakable confidence and so much growth within you, so much stability, so much flexibility and adaptability towards life and the grind of life that you can take anything. So tap into those energies to create revolutionary products, right? So come into revolutionary energy and anything revolutionary, great things come with time. I, I was talking about that uh, Chinese philosopher, Confucius, early mm -hmm. ancient Chinese philosopher philosopher. He talked about that. Great things never fear time. Mm -hmm. Right. He, he said that great things never fear time. So make time your friend. Don't fear it. All no. right. We need to change the perception, I feel like, of what success looks like coming back full yeah. circle yeah. and what it actually takes to. Yeah. So from instant gratification you know, look, stepping into your purpose. Is exactly. your purpose right now to get these many likes on social media or is your purpose to leave a deep impact on people, to win hearts, to touch hearts, you know? And even if you're able to do for one life, your life is worth it. That's so true. So I want to, uh, coming full circle with this episode, I asked you in the beginning, what is your definition of success? I would love to know what your dream and vision for the future for you and your business. Well, my future and my business, um, I don't have clear steps for me. I only have a vision where I see myself, uh, making a larger impact, mm. making a larger impact, touching hearts in some way. And how I would get there, I don't know. Well, the how isn't really supposed to be known at this time, right? Yes. It's just having the why and the how just gets figured out, I feel like. Yes. Um, so I would love to hear more about your book and how our listen, my listeners can get a hold of you to work with you, to follow you, to be inspired by you. Sure. So uh, recently I joined hands with um, 14 other Indian entrepreneur women. I was approached to contribute a story, my own life story for the book. The book's mission was to inspire women who feel sort of claustrophobic and boxed up and uh, coming from patriarchy, right? Um, so um, specifically in the South Asian culture where, where patriarchy is kind of common, things are changing now. Um, we are revolutionizing as more and more women are <clears throat> stepping up into powerful positions, you know, things are definitely changing, but uh, it could get better. It could get better faster. So the whole point of the book is that these, all of these women, including me, we have felt powerless. 
in our uh, roles as wives and daughters or whatever society has given us. And we have done everything, but we did not find fulfillment in the end. And we questioned that and how we um, came from powerlessness to becoming powerful, right? How we tapped into our pain and made it our superpower. And today we are all doing this impact-driven work, which is changing lives of people, men and women both. So I would say it's not just a book for women to feel inspired, to break out of the boxes and to access their full potential, to go out there, create a rucus if you if you may right and just be just be who you feel like have a voice have your voice in the world it is much needed you are the caretakers the life givers uh, the nurturers you have that energy of creation so go out and create great things and take inspiration from this book for the men for the large hearted men you can gift this book to your wives to your spouses to your partners and feel inspired and have them feel inspired too and show the support that you can give to your partner. As far as reaching me, my website is www.ruchisharma.me and I can be reached on Instagram, which is um, living with Ruchi. I'm also on Clubhouse, living with Ruchi. And um, yeah. I guess um, and I will have all the contact information in the show notes because this is not the end of Ruchi. This is only (laughs) the beginning of changing the world. I feel like one day at a time. Thank you for being on this show, Ruchi. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. And you're doing an amazing, amazing job. I just want to congratulate you. I've seen you grown and bloom into this strong, beautiful woman who is out there sharing her heart and aligned energy. Keep doing that. Keep bringing more, more positivity in the world. It's much, much needed. So thank you. Thank you for having me and letting me, um, you know, have a voice. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.